Well, good morning now, Word family and guests, and welcome to our Now Word Covenant Church Prayer Conference call. My name is Pastor Dan, and on behalf of uh, Pastor Keith and Lady B, we want to thank you for joining in to touch and agree with us in prayer. Matthew 8, 18, 19 through 20 says, Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst. I just want to remind everyone that uh, we will start back on doing Wednesdays, every Wednesday, once a week, starting today um, on our prayer conference call. So make sure that you're joining in with us um, so that we can be in prayer together uh, with one another. Uh, This morning, I want to talk about uh, a subject called influence. And and particularly, I want to ask a question. Who is influencing you? Once again, who is influencing you? Uh, My scripture reading is Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Um, when I was growing up, my mom would sometimes, um, you know, watch us as kids as we, as we were playing and, you know, running in and out of the house. And um, she would observe us behaving in a certain way. And, and if we were behaving in a way that, that wasn't something that she taught us, she would ask the question and, and say, boy, uh, where, where did you get that from? What are you, why are you acting like that? And uh, she would notice our actions. And then she would say, where did you get that from? Who you been hanging out with? And, uh, you know, would assume that whatever it is, the way we were acting, um, however we were acting, we got that or we were influenced to act that way by somebody else. And so when we, whenever we would say who it was we've been hanging out with, she would say something to the effect that, oh, so now you're trying to be a, you know, a hoodlum or a thug or whatever. And so she would, she would ascribe us or assign us to a certain label based on what, how she sees us acting, who she knows we've been hanging out with, she would then say, oh, we're trying to be those people or whatever because we've now, you know, um, aligned ourselves with, with those people. And so in that backdrop or in that vein, I want to talk about um, how God sees us and what God expects from us as children of God, as his children. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is, is our associations. You know, who are we associated with? Psalms 1, verses 1 through 3 says this. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, 
nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Our, who we are associated with um, a lot of times determines um, how we are then going to behave. You know, when, when, when you are hanging out with certain people and, and those people are doing certain things, you tend to then be influenced by those people. You're, you're, if you're not strong in who you are, your behavior begins to mimic the behavior of those other people. And um, I want to read this scripture to you. Jeremiah chapter 15, verses 17 through 19 says, I never joined the people in their merry feast. I sat alone because your hand was on me. I was filled with indignation at their sins. Why then does my suffering continue? Why is my wound so incurable? Your help seems as uncertain as a seasonal brook like a spring that has gone dry. This is how the Lord responds. If you return to me, I will restore you so you can continue to serve me. If you speak good words rather than worthless, worthless ones, you will be my spokesman. You must influence them. Do not let them influence you. So again, our associations, God is saying to us, if we're going to associate with someone, if we're going to associate with a certain group, if we're going to associate with a certain uh, movement, don't allow it to influence you. You influence it. You don't allow the culture to influence who you are as a child of God. You influence the culture as being, because you are a child of God. And so God is, a, is, is, is concerned with our associations. And again, because of our associations, we have certain actions. And I go back to Romans chapter 12, verse 2, that says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, in my example with my mom, you know, she would say, oh, so you trying to, you know, be a certain, trying to be like a certain person, or so now you're a thug, now you're a hoodlum or whatever. And so she makes the assumption that you have, I have now aligned myself with uh, this certain group of people or this, 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 these certain friends that I'm hanging out with. I'm trying to be like them. And so uh, Amos chapter 3, verse 3 says this, do, do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so? Can two walk together unless they agree? So can you walk with someone can you walk with a certain group? Can you walk with a certain uh, people um, unless you have agreed to align yourself, take on their values, take on their morals, take on their ethics? Have you aligned yourself with them and agreed uh, to be like them? And because of that, because of my actions, because of my association, 
And because someone may have assumed that I've aligned myself with a certain group, I'm then assigned a label by people who perceive me as, as being a certain way or hanging out with a certain group. And so look at, uh, listen to Acts chapter 4, verse 13. It says, the members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. So because of how they carried themselves, because of how the disciples carried themselves in, in that chapter uh, 4 of Acts, they heard how they talked, they saw their boldness, they saw that they were acting, you know, like Jesus. The people assumed or they, they perceived that these men had been with Jesus, and so they assigned them uh, as being part of this group that were hanging out with Jesus. So we as children of God, we have uh, been chosen by God, and we, we need to make sure that whomever we align ourselves with, whatever group we decide uh, to come alongside, that, that we, our behavior, our um, light, shines. I preached a message called Get Your Shine On. We have to allow our lights to shine that others may see our good works and then glorify our Father in heaven. We need to be the influencers, not be influenced. And the last scripture I want to read to you is 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 through 19. It's a little long, but I, I want us to hear these words. It says, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's suffering, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a biddybody in other people's matters. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God, and if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Now, if the righteous one is scarcely saved, where will the ungodly and the sinner appear? Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their soul to him in doing good as to a faithful creator. So, saints of God, I want to encourage us that we watch our association, who we're hanging out with, who we uh, are walking with, that we watch our behavior based on who we're hanging out with so that we, have, we aren't perceived as being aligned 
with a certain group that does not reflect the values of Christ, that does not reflect the, the, the teachings of Christ and who we are as children of God so that then we're not assigned to, a, a, to that particular group. And therefore, um, as the saying says, we're guilty by association. We want to make sure that we are seen as being guilty of being children of God and allowing Christ uh, to live through us. So prayerfully, I've encouraged you today. I pray that the Lord continues to bless each and every one of us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you now in the name of Jesus. I thank you uh, for this morning. I thank you for this prayer line, and I thank you for everyone who is on this line. Father, we need you. We need you uh, every day. But, Father, we, we need you in a mighty way uh, in our country. We ask, Lord God, I ask, Father, that you, as, that you would be with us as children of God. Help us to be bold for you. Help us to speak up for you. Help us, Lord God, to allow our lights to shine so that the world might see our good works and glorify you, Father God. They'll ask the question, what must I do to be saved based on what they see in us and us loving one another and loving this world so that we can, we can uh, point them to Christ, loving them enough to point them to Christ. I pray, Father God, that, that you would give us, again, the boldness to speak up for you, uh, that those that we align ourselves with, those that we come in contact with, that our faith and, and our walk with you is, is so strong that, that we influence them and that we not allow any bad uh, behavior, that we not allow anything that, that is not like you influence who we are and influence how we are to carry ourselves. And so, Father, I pray that you would give us all that boldness uh, today and every day as we walk out and step out into this world and, and take on uh, the challenges of this world, that you would equip us, that you would gird us up, that we might be able to face all of the challenges that come our way only because of the strength that you have given us, and not in our own strength, Father, but by the power of the Holy Spirit that we're able to endure the things that come at us in this world. And so I thank you, Father God. Uh, continue to pray for our pastor and his family. Bless him as he continues to lead Now Word Covenant Church. Cover us, Father God, even in the, during the, in the midst of this pandemic that we are going through and, and in all of the, uh, the social unrest that is going on in this country. Help us, Father God, to have the mind of Christ, to be able to speak the words of Christ, to people and let them know that they need Christ. He is the answer to all that is going on in this world. And so I thank you, Lord God, for your grace and your mercy. I give you honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, we lift up your name above all the earth, and we worship you, Father God, for who you are. Father, there is absolutely none like you, and we give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor to you on this morning, Lord. Father God, your word tells us not to be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
Father, you know exactly what's going on in this world, and you are the all-seeing and all-knowing God. You know every struggle, every concern, every conflict that is going on. Father God, it would be easy for us to respond to these hardships, just like the world does, but you have called us out of darkness and into your marvelous light. Father God, we ask you to help us to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh when we are faced with adversity, O God. Lead us, O God, by the Holy Spirit to your manual for life, which is the word of God. For your word is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, and it changes not. Your word is truth, O God. So we put our trust and our faith in you and your word. Psalms 119, 15, 16 says, I will study your commandments and reflect on your ways. I will delight in your decrees and not forget your word. Father God, we thank you for giving us the ability to hide your word in our hearts that we might not sin against you. Thank you, Lord, for having a plan for us, that your will towards us is good and acceptable and perfect. We willingly turn over our way of thinking and put on the mind of Christ so that we can experience all that you have planned just for your people. We renew our minds, Father God, by focusing on godly principles, values, and what is right and wrong. Father God, we exchange the natural way we think to your supernatural way of thinking, O oh God. We guard our ears and our eyes from hearing and seeing negativity, lies from the enemy, and discouragement on the TV and the radios, O oh God. And we trust in you, Lord, with all our heart, and we lean not into our own understanding. Father God, we surrender our thoughts to you, for we know that they control our attitudes and our actions, O oh God. Father God, give us a hunger and a thirst, not only to read and study your word, but to apply it, O oh God, so that it can renew our minds with the truth and help set our minds in the right direction so we can obtain the victories that you have for us, Lord. For your mind, the mind is a battlefield, God. But your word, Father, it can break up old ground and be renewed to kingdom living. For thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, O oh God. Your word gives us strength, it gives us peace, comfort, endurance, patience, joy, promises, sustainment, direction, guidance, correction, wisdom, and knowledge. Your word, Father God, transforms us from the inside out. Your word is truth and it gives us life, Father. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for renewed thinking, Lord God, on this day. And finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good report, if there are any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Uh, before I pray, I just want to share a few thoughts about uh, the scripture reference. Um, and Pastor Keith uh, has taught us about cognitive dissonance and neuroplasticity and uh, really uh, over the years has uh, educated us and taught us on what we think on a daily basis, uh, framing our lives over time. Last summer, he taught a series called Faith Manual. Uh, and at the closeout, he introduced us to a... Um, uh, a, a new series called Here, Heart, Head, and Hands. I just want to encourage uh, everyone and recommend that you go back and listen to that message from last summer. 
and just spend some time in self-reflection thinking about what you allow to get into your head through your eyes and ears. Um, I thought it was um, very interesting. Sister Bonnie asked me to to pray today, and and when she shared the scripture and the theme, um, I just laughed because I just uh, finished a book last week by Dr. Carolyn Leaf, who's a cognitive neuroscientist, and she studied the brain uh, and the mind for over 30 years. And one of the things that stood out to me about the book is she says, you haven't learned something until you can teach it to someone else. By now, we're all experts on COVID and and the social and racial tensions and, and even on politics. But, you know, have we become experts on God's word? Have have we put so much of God's word in us that it overflows? And like Pastor Dan just said, is that what the world sees when they see us? What what are we allowing to influence us? What have we committed to walk with, or or what kind of group are we a part of um, when when outsiders look at us? So I just want to go to uh, to our Father in prayer. Father God, we come before you this morning, God, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord, that we have the ability and responsibility to sit at your feet this morning because of the sacrifice of your Son, God. We just thank you, God. We thank you for another day. We thank you for the breath in our lungs, God. Another opportunity, God, that you have given us, God, to live out your purpose in our lives, God. Not our plans, but your purpose, God. So this morning, Lord, we repent, God, for any thoughts or actions that are not of you. We ask you to remove them from our minds, God. Help us to renew our minds in you, Father. You said your thoughts were above our thoughts, God. And so we just ask you, God, for that wisdom, for discernment, God. Uh, we ask for uh, for mental clarity and resiliency, God, so that we may transform ourselves, God, to be better representatives and ambassadors for you, God. This world needs us right now, God, just like Pastor Dan said, now more than ever before, God. So let us be the examples uh, of you that when someone sees us, they may say there's something different about that person. There's no way they're from this world. They carry themselves different. They respond different. They don't react. They're not wrapped up in emotion. They're forgiving. They're loving. And they're encouraging. Father, help us to be the covenant body of Christ's followers you've called this local church to be, God. I lift up to you, God, the shepherd you've assigned to this local body, God, Pastor Keith Graham. I ask you to keep him in your arms, God. Continue to speak to him daily, God, uh, and, and, and use him up and speak through him as you have been, God. Bless him with supernatural wisdom and strength as he carries out his mission, God, to to preserve, protect, and, and promote your church, God. Put a hedge of protection around him and his family that no attack or distraction would come anywhere near him, God, that we might hear from you through him, Lord Jesus. And for your people on this call, God, I just thank you for every single one, God, that has called in this morning, God, that has uh, sacrificed time to just to spend time with you, God. Meet them and bless them right where they're at this morning, God. You know what they're going through, what they need. So I thank you in advance for meeting their needs, God. I thank you for this time with you, and I pray that you would manifest your presence in their homes right now, God, all across this city, that we might cover this city 
in, in prayer, God, that we might cover uh, this state and this nation, God, and all of our leaders, God. Uh, we give you all the honor and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time together with you, O oh God, as we join our faith together in common unity. Thank you, Father, for this is your day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we're so thankful for what you continue to do every day for us, and we and we definitely don't deserve it, God, but because of your grace and your mercy, thank you, Jesus. Lord, your love is so powerful. It's so uniting, God. It's so caring. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you. Lord, I couldn't thank you enough. Thank you for what you're doing in the midst of everything that is going on. Father, you told us in your word to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added into us. So we are, God, the head and not the tail, and we thank you for that, God. We will seek you first, God, and all that is righteousness, God. And we are righteous through you, through Christ Jesus, through the Holy Spirit that lives within each of us. And, God, we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Lord, you are an awesome God. You're faithful to us. You're faithful to your word. Your word is truth. Your word is love. You just are an awesome God, and we can't tell you thank you enough. You are the author and the finish of our faith, Lord. Lord, I pray that you are the influencer of our lives. Every good thing comes from the Lord. I was listening to this song that talked about, Lord, all week has been in my spirit. You are a way maker, a miracle maker, a promise keeper, a light in this darkness. Our God, that is who you are. You are God, a way maker, a miracle worker, a promise keeper, and you sure are a light in this darkness. Father, we pray that the Holy Spirit would guide us in every aspect of our lives, every day, not some days, every day, every moment, God. God, our tongue, God, that we may walk and look like the image that you created us to be, as we are created in your image. Our desire, Father, is to love like you love, to live holy as you are holy, and to live in your truth. Your truth stands, so we stand on your truth, Lord. And Romans 12 and 2 reminds us, don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn and know God will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray that you are influencing us in everything, everything, God. Regardless of what's going on in this world, our trust and faith is in you, Lord. Lord, we will not get weary in remembering who we are in you. We will stay Christ-focused. We will walk in the newness that you've created us in, God. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit that has filled us in the blood. Thank you, Lord. Therefore, we will not act and talk like we don't know who we are, God. We are Christ followers, God. We are created in the image of you. I was so excited to be refreshed by that word that reminded me I'm created in the image of God, and so are you. So we rest in knowing who we are you, Lord. We are so thankful for the Holy Spirit that guides and leads us every day. 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 says, 
that that what this description means when it says, no eyes have seen, no ears have heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. We love you, and we will meditate on you in your word day and night, God. You are Lord. You are God. You are omnipotent. You know it all, God. So we put our trust and faith in you, God. We will continue to walk the way you call us to do. Every step has already been ordered by you. And, God, we walk in your steps that you've ordered for this family, a family of believers, Christ followers, who seek seeking after you, God, first in everything that we say and do. Father, we thank you for this time together as we continue, God, to move by the Spirit and the Spirit only. Father, we pray for Pastor Keith and Lady D. God, we thank you for them, their lives, God, what they continue to do to the body as they feed us, God, your word that is truth, that is love. God, bless them. Cover them from the crown of their head to the very soles of their feet, oh God. Thank you, God, that they'll never lack for anything, God. Everything they're in need of, God, you've already provided for them. Thank you, God, for their lives, their generations that are coming forth, oh God. Thank you for them. Cover them, God. Protect them from things seen and unseen, God. Cover them, oh God. It only you can, God. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit that leads them and guides them in their daily walk with you, oh God. Bless this congregation, God, of believers all over the world, God, that is touching and agreeing by faith in you, oh God, and not in ourselves. It is all about you, God. We take credit for nothing. We're nothing without you. So, God, we thank you for this time we dedicated unto you, O oh Lord. And we ask you, God, to have your way and have your way in our lives as we will walk in the image of Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Well, family, let so let's receive the, the benediction. The Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. The Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Amen and amen. God bless everyone. Have a great day.